Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East Dance Revival. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have The Theater. So, uh, The Theater is on creepasta.wiki or .com. Um, it's by anonymous, or like it's by an anonymous poster. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's Joe. some... Hmm? Joe, the theater douche. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. You win. That would we should be... have brought him on for this one, though. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> we, we did we did blow him away with the, with, a, with a Dirty Harry's gun and the <laughs> Mythos Busters. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can check it out there. Um, and if anybody knows the author of the theater, uh, let us know, and I will fix the description and whatnot. Uh, and we'll get right into this. So the rundown for this one. So this is Game, the theater. Uh, had an older release around the time of the original Doom. Um, legit copies came in a blank white case, save for a character sprite on the front and back cover. The only sprite in the game, uh, what people have called the ticket taker, since he looks like an old-timey, if bald and expressionless, theater usher. Uh, the game is very hard to install, as it crashes and requires a specific way to get to get it to actually work on a computer. Like, I think you have to... Restart it when it's at the terms and conditions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even then, sometimes it doesn't. But then, it, when it does, yeah. it finally works. And then, uh, once it's installed, a title screen pops up of the front exterior of a theater and several menu options. New game, load, options. Uh, new game is the only one that actually works, because the other ones just crash the, the game. Options crashes it and load does nothing. Ah, gotcha. Uh, once you start, you simply walk to the ticket taker uh, inside this lobby of a movie theater. Um, and he will say, thank you, please enjoy the movie. And you can walk down the hallway to specifically to your movie. However, the screen will fade to black and then starts you at the beginning of the lobby again. And then you have to repeat this process in a cycle. Uh, you repeat this for as many times as it takes between... It's but, random. Yeah, it's random, but like some people have said it takes about 400 tra- cycles, which... Between 1 and 400 cycles. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. That's yeah. the randomization. Yeah. Um, until you, you trigger a new encounter where the ticket taker is absent um, on your next like restart in the lobby. Uh, though his speech box and sound still happens as you pass where he, he was... And you can walk much further into the darkness. Like, you're walking, you can't see anything, but you can still hear your footsteps, sound effects. Um, but eventually that stops, and you, you reach the end of this, this hallway, and you encounter a warped version of the Ticket Taker, who now has a swirly, distorted head, leading players to dub him Swirly Headman. Um... Uh, he then screeches, and the, gl- the game glitches, starting the player back at the beginning. And you repeat the cycle over and over, as usual. Occasionally, this the swirly headman here and there, like pops up, like uh, like in spots, and starts uh, starts appearing in the in the the posters on the walls. Um, are no longer movie posters or whatever. They're they're just the swirly headman. Mm. Um, as well, there's also uh, a, and then eventually after. 
doing that a bunch of times. Um, the ticket taker uh, returns at the, uh, the the front, and uh, he's like hopping up and down, kind of simulating that he's like going back and forth, like a uh, it's pacing. Yeah, pacing, yeah. but he doesn't have any animation for pacing, so it's just it's, hopping it's up and down. Silk parking it. Yeah, yep. basically. Yeah, OG silk park. Yeah. Um, but his sound clip uh, is distorted when you go to see him, and uh, I think the also the text box is all like gibberish too. Um, some people debate what the uh, the sound effect actually says. Apparently, some people think it says "never reach the other levels." Uh, the player after this encounter is returned to the lobby, but the hall is bricked off by a wall, and if you touch the wall, the game crashes, and that's about it. Uh, all the original. Legit copies of the game are thought to be lost or destroyed, and those players who have played have said they think they see the swirly head man from time to time at the corner of their eye. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> so, with that, everyone tolerates the Grammar Inquisitions! Uh, so, moving on to mine. Um, today, if you ever find it, it's only available on crappy bootleg CD-ROMs which, more often than not, don't even actually contain the game. So, nitpick that it, that was a little long, like the way, because there's just basically just a bunch of commas in that one to, like, break it up. And also, like, maybe just add a period um, after, like, CD-ROM or something, just to try, try to, like, make it a little, a little bit shorter, a little bit more, like, succinct. Um, also, perhaps... Just use even or actually, but not both. Um, so, like, it says... Yeah, I had that, too. Don't even actually contain the game. It's like, don't even con- uh, contain the game or don't actually contain the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe the next sentence starts with even, so maybe use actually. Yeah, I think that's what... Yeah, when I was reading it, it, like, yeah, there was, like... It basically... It was a double even. I was like, maybe just use actually or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, most people who have claimed to owning one of the original CDs say that they figured out how to install the game by simply rebooting their computer on the licensing agreement with the disc still inside. Then they are prompted to press I agree on startup. Then they continue with the installation. And then, and then, um, then is is a similar word to and or but, and you generally don't want to have it repeatedly at the front of a sentence Mm -hmm. um, because it, just kind of becomes like again and then and then mm-hmm. and then it's like a, a cheap way to do it yeah um <clears throat> so the next one i have here if a player supposedly manages to find to what they believe to be the wrong cop or uh, be a working copy they have said that the installer window will freeze and stop responding before you can click your first next, but they do also say that their NPCs do not lock up, and it is only the installer that freezes. <sighs> Bit of a run-on sentence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, that second two uh, at the beginning there doesn't need to be there. Like, it's if the player supposedly manages to find two what? <laughs> like, just has to be, yeah. like, manages to find what they believe to be. Yep. Um, the sentence right after uh, this quote um, also starts with no capitalization. <laughs> I just I noticed when I was like going through this one, I was like, oh, that needs to have a capital. There's a period there. Mm-hmm. Are you sure it's a period, not a comma? I d- 
did like look. I did zoom in and double check it. Enhance. Zoom Enhance. in. Enhance. <laughs> Is there a little tail there? No. Cool. <laughs> Um, and if if there if it is, then it needs to be a period because that's a long ass sentence, regardless. Yeah. Well, you see, it's actually one of those phantom commas that oh, only God. shows up as a comma one to a hundred and some odd thousand times because you know to mess with this, you know, because I mean to play the game, it, you might get the scenario one out of four hundred times. Okay. I wondered where you were going with this, <laughs> yeah. but wow, you brought it home. Yeah. Just damn. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you, Gamer, it's like, do you understand what you're saying? I'm glad you went somewhere with somewhere that, because I was very confused for a while. <laughs> yeah. All right. My next one. Uh, this is a bit of a nitpick, but what is known in Grammar Inquisitions? <laughs> Um, ones that are clearly wrong. Yes. <laughs> Some, sometimes, sometimes we do have a lot of nitpicks. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a nook for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. constantly flex. It's like musical chairs into the into the nitpick nook. Mm-hmm. Um, the title fades in, and then the three menu buttons: new game, load, options. I, and that's the, that's the end of it. Like that's the end of that sentence. So I feel like it should fe- say. New game loads and options, oh. not just a comma and then options. Because it's like that's why you use an and at, uh, on the last one so that it feels like a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. Like it feels. Also, like you're would go- you colon before the the list as well? Um. Oh, it's done in like it's it's actually done in like actually it's, you, they don't even use uh, they use the the singular quotation. Like yeah. Number. Um. I don't. Know, I, yeah. I don't see probably use like a semicolon or something. Just like it's a list, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think that was you your like no. I think that, Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just finding more as you're reading. <laughs> That's fair. Alright. The original players of the game say their bodies immediately froze up and their stomachs churned. They saw the sprite, which has been appropriately named the Swirly Headman. You need to add an as after churned. It's like, and their stomachs churned as they saw the sprite. Because as it is, it's, and their stomachs churned, they saw the sprite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From seeing the sprite. Exactly. That one, that one worked yeah. as well, yeah. Um, and that's my, my grammar positions. Because that, that is also supposed to be past tense, because it's talking about yes. something that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, Mikey, what do you got? I have one front butt. Oh man! Wow. Wait, really? This must be a really good story. To be fair, they did also have a lot of bets at the beginning. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's literally the last sentence. <laughs> Hang on, do I actually? Yeah, I think I have that one. Yeah. But yeah. sorry, I'm not going to. I'm not going to steal your thunder. You say. But the creepiest part is the fact that all the original players of the game claim to occasionally see a brief glimpse of the swirly-head man out of the corner of their eyes. Yep. And I will probably be repeating that sentence in my at the end of my actual thoughts. <laughs> right. Everyone's looking at me silently, so I guess it's my turn. I guess that's Sorry. what that means. <laughs> I was actually just like... I was getting ready to. I was, like, I was like, putting my pages in, in order. Sorry. Gamer. What do you have next? I have nothing. Sorry, I have one. 
<laughs> um, well, one of them was already talked about with the um, uh, the actually and the other one. What was the other? What was the two? Um, and then <laughs> even and actually. Okay, yeah, that one. Yeah, but the other one is uh, soon after. It's in the middle of a paragraph. Um, and it's uh, it's when it says anyways. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, also strange about the licensing agreement. The theater is that uh, whenever the development studio is supposed to be named, the text is simply blank line. Anyways, most people who have claimed blah, 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 blah. I feel like anyways is like a clear time to make it a new paragraph. Yeah. Because just, yeah. the word anyways is like you're you're saying that there needs to be a break. Like I'm changing the subject. So because you're changing the subject, that would be in a different paragraph. Yeah. Like I used that for my, that actually that quote for my and then, then like issue. But yeah, like I didn't, I, yeah, that's in the middle of that paragraph when it yeah. should be its own paragraph because mm-hmm. it's breaking off from the previous uh, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all, all I got left. All right. So on to actual thoughts, starting with this quote. The game was initially known for its inability to install correctly. The installation process immediately locks up the computer when the user reaches the licensing agreement. So, right off the bat, the game is famous, or infamous, for being difficult to install and play. So how did it spread very far (laughs) as a, like, haunted game if it has a very high, like, um, uh, entry point? (laughs) It, it didn't <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that's what like, do you mean by spread? Uh, just like in terms of like spreading as like um like oh you heard this haunted game like the theater it's like it doesn't work exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's it's kind of it's kind of me just also picking at like because that is in itself a trope of like haunted video game creepypastas is like it's really hard to get to only like a select few members in our in our internet circles know how to unlock it. It's like. How did this get famous as a haunted game? Other than people, I guess word of mouth, maybe like and people from wanting people, to try to figure out how to make it work. Yeah, I guess so. It's like a puzzle. Yeah, so I guess in that vein it would be, but it's just like uh, uh, right off the bat, I was like, so how did this get uh, move it? How did this populate into like a store into a legend? <laughs> just right off the gate. <laughs> Well, Did you have something about that? My my thought on that is that if it's hard to install, I probably would have tried once and given up. Well, of course, yeah. Like that, that's what I was kind of thinking realistically. Like, I'd be like, why isn't this installing? This must be broken. No. It, it might just be like, because there's no documentation, there's no words on it or anything, it's just for Mac. But when you're trying to install on <laughs> the PC, it's like, why won't it it's, work? It's just, yeah, it's the iMac version. It's like the, it's like Marathon. Uh, it's, it was the, the Mac version of Doom. <laughs> Oh, was it? Yeah, Marathon was originally for the IMAX. Like, oh. the, the old, it was basically the Doom. Like, people really couldn't play Doom on Max, but they. Uh, but then Bungie made Marathon, which is basically a Doom like game. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, it just yeah that that was basically what Mac users had for for uh, mm-hmm. Doom. Mm-hmm. I was not aware. Mm-hmm. I only know that because of the uh, making of documentary of Halo Two. No, oh, okay. <laughs> that that came with Halo Two Special Edition. Um. So, on to my next one. Most state that it's completely random and could take anywhere from the first playthrough to the the 400th. Unless you're really curious about this weird game, and it's like uh, the the story around it, that already made you jump through hoops to install, or have heard the story surrounding the game, 
why would you wait around for like so long to see if anything happens? Yeah. Granted, um, looks at the above reasons mentioned, um, and the secret ending of Far Cry 4, in which you have to, well, I guess, spoilers for Far Cry 4. If you wait 15 minutes at the very beginning of the game, the bad guy shows up and gives and, and takes you to your mom's uh, fun- uh, like a gravesite, and that's the end of the game. And then he says, all right, now that you've done this, restart the game and, and play the game no- uh, normally, asshole, <laughs> and throws you a gun. Really? <laughs> yeah, and then the game restarts, and then you can, like, then you don't have to do that again. <laughs> like, you actually, like, beat the game in, like, 15 minutes. Oh. Yeah. Well, then. Um, it's actually a really, like, funny moment <laughs> hmm. uh, that the developers did. But, yeah, like, and, I again, I also look at Let's Players that, like, play games. Uh, there's, like, a spooky, uh, it's, like, a jump-scary, like, e- like really cutesy jump-scary uh, spooky game that, like, Markiplier and a bunch of others have played, um, where it's just continually going from room to room. It's, like, a randomly generated spooky house. Oh, um, I know what it is. Yeah, you know. It has a, the word spooky and house yeah, in it. it's, like, somebody's spooky, super spooky house or something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. God damn it. But, anyway, it's that kind of game. So, I look at those kind of games, like, okay, you know what? This is starting to seem a little bit more plausible of, like, why would somebody spend 400 cycles doing this? Hmm. But, yeah, still, like, again, in, like, the, the era, of, and again, like, in the era of, like, Doom 1, like, maybe people were just so bored that, like, well, there's got to be a reason, like, there's got to be, like, people, some, some people, I'm not saying everybody, but I'm saying, like, there'd be a select few, and then those guys would say what happened and, like, get that word out. But at the same time, it's just, like, like yeah, if I was like playing this game, it's like I'd be bored. I'd get bored within like the fifth cycle. Well, Spooky's house of jump scares. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, for me, honestly, I would play it twice, and if the second time was the exact same yeah. as the first, I'd be like, "Why am I doing this?" Yeah, a third it's, time. <laughs> it's kind of again a repeat of what I said earlier. With like, it's it's got a really weirdly difficult entry point to getting the spooks. Yeah. Like to get in the, the creepiness out of it. Well, so it's just kind of a different way of doing. I don't remember the old creepypasta that we read, where it's a it's an old video game, and the guy went through it and got to the real life location and right. dug up someone's head. Oh, um, pale or pale Luna? Yeah, yeah. Same kind of thing happens yeah. in that game. Like, there's the first room, and you can leave and go to the forest, but then it just seems like you go nowhere. Yeah, well, but someone okay. put the time in and yeah. figured out the combination yeah. went through. It. And th- and that's like, yeah, that's kind of an outlier. Sorry. At least with that one, you see progress because every wrong choice you crash the game, but every right choice you go a little bit further. Yeah. So you do know that there is some kind of. Uh, uh, there's some kind of progress to be made. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, it's just, you just keep doing this for like 100, 400 times before it might trigger the event. Yeah. And it's just like, that's a little too high of a, of a trigger. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd think that it would maybe be like 1 to 20. It is also like a legend being told, so that could be a gross an exaggeration. exaggeration. Yes. Um, One guy being like, I had to go through this like 400 times. It's probably like 10. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um,. Alright, so on to the next one. Nothing happens as the Swirly Headman stands before them. So, in regards to Swirly Headman and his actions in the game, this is basically a Doom-like, a Doom-clone version of the Slender game, with Slenderman popping up, but outside of some jarring, or, or, he just keeps popping up, like the Slenderman or the or Swirly Headman, but outside of some jarring sound effects and restarting your game, uh, when he catches up to you, uh, there's nothing 
really else he does. And the goal is to not look at the swirly headman, because apparently if you do, like people get like weird feelings and like want to turn away kind of naturally. It kind of loses its fear factor really quick when you're reading that in a story. Like I could see that being a little bit more immersive or a little bit more creepy in a game version. Um, because I've played Slender and like, if you, if I was to tell you about Slender, the game in like out without showing you the game itself, it sounds kind of stupid or it sounds kind of like lame, but if you play it, like I, I've been like, it's been nerve wracking and like, there's a bit of anxiety there when you're like playing that game. Cause like you get that sense that you're being like stalked or haunted mm. by something. So like those games work in the medium that they're in, but they some very seldom work as a media, as a written medium. Like describing it, unless you do it really well, or if you build up the atmosphere, you build up the tension to kind of get the reader in that in that mode. And unfortunately for me, the story really doesn't when I think about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, and then the final uh, quote, like you said earlier, but the creepiest part is the fact that all the original players of the game claim to occasionally see a brief glimpse of the swarthy headman out of the corner of their eye. And you see, this quote here, this should not be the end of the story. This should be the main focus of the story. Go into more details about how the Swirly Headman begins affecting the players outside the game. Otherwise, it's got a mildly interesting premise, but it's also, it's almost too enigmatic and hard to access for a creepy haunted game. Yes, I love stories that tackle fear of the unknown and don't give you a whole lot of descriptor on certain things. And there is a lot of unknown in this story, but there's almost too much for me, even. Like, the, my threshold for, like, loving the unknown, like, and, like, not knowing enough has, has been reached in this story. Mm-hmm. Um, moderation. There, there needs to be more to this game. Um, early, it mentioned the character going down a hallway and anticipating getting jumped or something. And that's good, but not enough to keep the story going. Like, you need to add more details about that. You need to build up the atmosphere of the story. You need to maybe describe the theater, the lobby of the theater a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to get I mean, to it. it says it, it, at that point it went pitch black. I don't know if that means literally pure blackness on your screen or if it's just really dark, dark renderings. Yeah. But, I mean, even in the lobby, like, make the lobby, like, seem kind of, like, creepy and unnerving. And then, like, when you get into the hallway, like, maybe, yeah, it just fades to black and then you reboot. And then, yeah, once you go in and it doesn't fade to black and restart you and you're still going down the hallway, yeah, maybe if it's just muted. Or, like, if you, uh, some people have, like, dialed up their brightness and they, or, like, dialed up the brightness of the, the their screen or something and they can see a little bit more. Yeah, it doesn't really clearly say if it's, it just says pitch black, but I don't know yeah. if there's actually still hallways and floors that you can see. Yeah. Or if it's just the fact that it went black, but you can still hear your footsteps mm-hmm. so you know that you're still moving. Yeah. And I mean, like... Again, if you're playing that game, you would be getting that anxiety and so because you're playing, you know that you're still moving because you can hear the footsteps, mm. but it's completely pitch black, and then you're like wondering if something's going to jump at, up at you. I can get that. That's actually part of the story that I actually liked, but it was mildly done in the story, and it wasn't enough for me. Like there needs to be a little bit more like tension building, and that's kind of a, the problem with the story's like framework is that it's being told as as a legend, like it's not being told. It's like happened to a friend of a friend of mine kind of thing rather than like a first-hand account or even a third-person account mm-hmm. of somebody playing this game. We're actually just being told about this game. Not We're not being shown the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so like because it's so far removed, anything that's said could be 
an exaggeration or stuff that actually doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that Swirly Headman is just sort of a knockoff, don't look at his face kind of monster. Um, is he really? He kind of reminds me of Slender Man from like the Slender Games. Like, okay, but I don't know where yeah. you're getting this focus of don't look at him. Oh no, like like it says in the story, I like as you like when you go to look at the posters and stuff of like that, and it's it's him. Like the the players, like their knee jerk reaction is to look away. I thought because you get like that like brief like glimpse of him, and then you, like there's like a short like sound of sc- like a screech sound or something like that. Swirly headman posters cause them to immediately turn their character's head away from the posters and approach the ticket taker. Yeah. So. So yeah, it does have kind of that like don't look at it kind of monster. Like again, like that's it, it's a common like creep pasta monster type. Like you don't want to see it. It's like a basilisk kind of thing. You don't, well, you want, don't to want to see it. any monster. They're creepy. Well, yeah, but I mean, some <laughs> monsters are like again, like if you look at them, they're like the gorgon effect. You don't want to like look at them because otherwise you get like that's where like they infect you. That's where they get the fear out of you. Um. I'm just saying, it's, for me, like, this one just kind of feel, felt like uh, like it needed to be more than just, like, pop up and show up, especially in the game. Like, yeah. otherwise, it, like, what's the point? Like, yeah. it's interesting that it was stalking them. Again, like, I liked the part at the end where it, like, kind of hinted that, like, this really had meant, like, see, like, popping up to the players in reality. But I want more of that. <laughs> like, explain this in the game, and then go into some accounts of the aftermath of playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it needs to. Uh, yeah, basically, it needs to attack the player or attack the players, uh, or at least stalk them in real life. We need some more detailed accounts from players who played this game, and then started having incidences in real life to show they've been tainted or infected by the playing by playing this creepy game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of my my two cents on the theater until we go into final thoughts. So, Mikey, what do you got? Alright, so the issue with the installation process being incredibly stupid is that this happens in DOS era. Yeah. So you can install things from CD in DOS relatively easily without prompts and... Wait, it's talking about terms of service and shit? Yeah. Was that even a thing back then? Um, maybe in <laughs> Windows 3.1? I don't know about that. Did you guys read the comments for this one? No. <laughs> they were either 10 out of 10, like, would read again kind of stuff, or this is the stupidest story I've ever heard, or, and I think I saw a few that were, like, picking away at the technicalities of the story mm-hmm. of, the, yeah. of the game. Anyway, so, to put it into perspective... Uh, I used to have a DOS CD that came with over 650 games. Nice. And you basically put in the CD, and then you'd have to select the game you wanted to play, and Mm -hmm. then play it. So, and that was relatively easy for someone to do, and you don't need the whole install thing, because it's just running from the CD. But can every single DOS game run from the CD? No, but you install your it. Is invalid. <laughs> but you would install it, but it. It requires a CD to run. Yeah. Yeah. But it wouldn't. Like installing in DOS is like just. From what I remember, is just telling it to install and then you wait for it to do its thing and then it's done. 
And you don't have to click OK or next. There's right? no installation and, wizard where there's here's the terms of service and yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, I feel like I, I don't. I recall playing Doom and like those kind of games, like on my on our old PCs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't recall like how I remember vaguely like some of the installation issues. But like again, like that was like years, decades ago. So like, yeah. Now, now again, taking it back to the reality mm-hmm. on the CD, there were some games that if you played them, would lock up your computer. Okay. Like, literally, uh, lock it up so your trains just come, like, like go around your computer and, like, a padlock <laughs> just magically manifests. Yep. Uh, well, Sorry. Uh, essentially, it would activate scroll lock. Okay. And on the older machines, that would essentially take presence over shutting down the computer. Oh, fuck. So you shut down, think you're shutting down the computer... Turn it back on. You're back in the game. See, that's that's it, like that would be creepy to me, but like that yeah. would, that would work in in conjunction with the story for me. Yeah, because I was like thinking, it's like, does it just bri- like does it just brick your computer basically? <laughs> but yeah, like that one, like so it takes priority. Basically, it becomes the operating system, or like <laughs> it it oversees the operating system when you try to log it back in. Yeah, that is. Yeah, see, that would like. That's a that's a, a real technical thing that'll happen to a compute to an old computer, mm-hmm. and that would be good for, like fodder for a creep for a video game creep pasta where like you can explain it, but then it's doing something like but you don't want to play the keep playing the game. Yeah, like some creepy shit happens at night. You're like, oh, this is scary. I'm gonna turn it off and go to bed. Then yeah. oh, the next morning comes along. I gotta check my email before I go to work. Turn it on. Uh, and then you're like, <laughs> the game. Why right won't this work? And then you call some IT guy and like. They like you think it's the normal way, like that thing, and then it's like something. It's like something else, though, or it's like something similar, but not, but supernatural or something superpowered or whatever. Well, even someone who doesn't know that that's a possibility, that would still be kind of weird. Like, why is the game still running? I shut the computer off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, and then maybe in the investigation of it, you find out what happens. But yeah, yeah, like a real life example of an old video game doing creepy things. Yeah. Well, that aren't really creepy. It's just taking over I mean, the, the computer. Yeah, it's, all con- creepy. It's, it's all context, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like that to me is creepy. Like that would be unnerving if I did exactly like like you said, gamer. You turn it off and then you go, wake up the next morning to go like turn your computer on. Like I fear that for my my own computer as it is already. Mm-hmm. Like I fear turning on my computer and then it just crashing or just like go like blue blue uh, blue screening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I always fear that in the morning. I was like. Like, all right, I'm gonna go to the bathroom so I don't hear the noise. So I don't hear the no- the, the noise be something bad. Oh god! <laughs> like I get paranoid sometimes when I get oh, my computer. Your computer is older than time itself. Yes. So <laughs> I, okay. Quick aside, I actually told like so I was, I was working on one of the one of the title cards and uh, niece called to show that came in to the room and like wanted to like see me work and she's like why do you have two computers? It's like, well, one's newer than the other one. In fact, this one is actually older than you. <laughs> like, I've had this one older than you've been alive. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's like ten you. It's like, it's like two of you. <laughs> yeah. So my next point here, like, about the previous point was that you could add real life Situations to yeah. the game and make it creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The next thought is that until it added the random number generator stuff to figure out whether you get the the instance or the not, instance yeah. or not, um, I was honestly thinking it'd be better if it was more like Stanley Parable. Yeah, where it basically is if you do the same things, you, the same things happen. But as soon as you deviate. Then the it trip. starts changing. Mm-hmm. Like if you walk directly to the ticket taker, it just resets the same way. But if like you take a second to look at one of the posters and then go, yeah, and it changes do something else. Yeah, like not and even, then it yeah. shows that you can influence it. Mm-hmm. Like not even you don't even have like I was thinking right before you said like you just like look at it. Like I was thinking of just like going over to a paint, one of the posters and like clicking on it to see that like there's anything clickable about it. That's what triggers it. But yeah, even just well, like having your character like not even beeline, but just look over and that's what triggers it. Well, like, it's just literally because like if you look over, you're stopping for a second. Yeah. So there's the one instance where if you just immediately go like time-based. Yeah. And then there's like a different time-based one, a different time-based one for even longer. And then there's one if you click on that one, one if you click on that one, like... And they're all different ones based on how long you take as well. So there's lots of ways that you can program it without it just being completely random. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. So basically, if this was more like Stanley Parable, it would be <laughs> enjoyable for me. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, do, 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 like, again, yeah. like Stanley Parable in itself can... like. If you're in the right mood, that could be kind of creepy as well. Like just yeah, like, some some of the endings the, the, are weird as puzzle, anything. Yeah, like the, these <laughs> puzzle platform or like not puzzle platformers, the the, the problem solving platformers like mm-hmm. Portal and stuff like that. Like they can have like a creepy instances in them. Yeah. All right. So my my next point is the swirly head man. <laughs> what about him? It's literally a two D sprite with a swirl for a face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 looking at that, I was like, how is this scary? Because to me, it just like an emoji swirl for a face. I, I understand. Um, and it's 2D it, Doom like graphics. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's less. It, it's less that he's scary. It's what he like the the screeching like which is a jump scare, a tactic, mm-hmm. and. It glitches the game, and then you restart, and then you're seeing you're like worried about seeing him again because he's going to do the same thing. He's going to jump scare you, so it's kind of playing off the visceral horror in that like of like the the jump scare like cat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's again very superficial. Like like he could look like anything. Yeah, again, he could be Slenderman. <laughs> he could just be a blank faced uh, being. And again, like there's some kind of like as much as I love Slenderman. Unless Slenderman does something or like is like is like more inhuman than just being a guy, tall guy with a blank face, what's scary about him? Yeah, like it's the same kind of thing with Swirly Headman. Like it's just an usher guy, like a ticket taker with a swirly head. Mind you, that would be unnerving if it wasn't pixelated. <laughs> yeah, much like it would be unnerving if that if if like if I actually saw Slenderman at the window. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw him in real life, I'd be terrified. But you haven't. He's been behind you every single recording. I thought you'd bring him in every time. N- n- no. Oh. Okay. So yeah, like. Yeah. It's just. My problem with him is the fact that his name is freaking stupid. 
Well, yeah, <laughs> it, it's back. not scary. Yeah, it's it, it, the it, ticket taker's a better name. Honestly, yes, I like the ticket taker. Yeah, more like <laughs> yeah, just a better name. Yeah, it's really headman. It's just like so. So, did you get too many one too many swirlies? Like that's what yeah, I think of. That's honestly what I think about when I think of swirly headman. It's just like a guy who got swirly too many times. <laughs> yeah, he's and now his face is swirled. <laughs> I mean, it would be swirled on the top of his head, though. No, that's how bad it was. He got swirled the face. Oh, he got face swirled. That's yeah. the worst type of swirl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um... I, I mean, like, the imagery is could be creepy. Well, think about it like this. If, yeah. if it's modern day, mm-hmm. take an image of a ticket taker, like, realistically rendered yeah. and everything, make his face turn to goo, and then put a ladle in his face and stir it a bit. Actually... So, like, everything would be kind of mixed around. It would be weird I've, looking. I've actually... Yeah. Wa- so, in Scary Movie... Three, I think the one where the where the ring and the grudge were like the main focus of the parody. I don't know. It there was matter. there's one where there was an they were showing the main character an image of like oh look like this is this is um this is what uh, we took a picture of Jordan and then or like whoever the name is some dude and like in the in, in the photo the it's a guy like a uh, with like a swirl like his face is all swirled over like distorted like that actually exactly like swirly headman and then he, she like. Oh, there he is now. And you look over to see him, and he's actually that way. Like, and he's just like, he's just talking to people like as if nothing's problem. It's like, and they're just basically treating it like it's some kind of like uh, affliction he has. Oh, I see. <laughs> All right. And he's yeah. like drinking a tea and just like, <laughs> his face is completely swirled like that, like you with gaps and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, like I just want to kind of remember, like, you might, and again, that would be creepy when you first see that, but yeah. it's the context stuff and. Yeah. yeah, like I'm sure that is creepy for a lot to to some people, um, but it's not going to be creepy to everybody. Which is kind of actually kind of a redundant thing to say because that's basically like that's every story ever. That's basically every story that we've done. It's like I, like it's going to be creepy to anybody. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's my thoughts until we go into Funness. final. Alrighty. So uh, my first note I wrote down is. About how that's not how installers work. Uh, <laughs> essentially, if you get if if the installer freezes up like that, yeah, and then you restart your computer, that wouldn't continue the installation. No. It would just restart your computer. Yeah. yeah, unless it's one of the situations where let's imagine this is happening in modern time because it's an installation wizard with a term of conditions. Okay. Yeah, you're installing something and then it freezes. It freezing is it trying to show you? The uh, the prompt of please restart your computer to continue installation because yeah. that happens with some things. Yeah, yeah. So if it's actually trying to do that, but it's not displaying the image, then you restarting the computer would continue the installation. Yes. Yeah. So it's possible. It's it seems like the uh, if it wasn't on yeah. DOS. Yeah. <laughs> now, this story was written in 2010. Yeah. Or at least it was posted by the anonymous user in 2010. Mm-hmm. So um, I. I it does have some. It, it's like it was. It's blending modern terminology and like yeah. and procedures yeah. with, and, and then using the aesthetic of oh, DOS, uh, DOS is like an ancient tome in, in like in like horror things. So like, or it's like now like people using eight track and like eight millimeter tape like mm-hmm. as the new horror medium. It's like DOS is the new horror medium for video games because it's old. Oh, it's creepy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think it would work better if. It wasn't a game made when Doom was new. If it was just a new game that came out in a Doom-like style, like a retro, retro style, yeah, retro. Point. Because mm-hmm. then we can't complain about the installer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In terms of conditions and all that. And I mean, there is actually um, several circle or several groups of people 
in the gaming community and in the computer, like on the internet, so that that love that, there is a, a a thriving retro game oh, yeah. community. So like mm-hmm. that would be a good like seed or a good set setting for this kind of thing to like manifest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, moving on to the gameplay. Mm-hmm. So the game is essentially uh, PT simplified. Yeah. No, I. I I didn't think about that until just now. Mm-hmm. I was think I was caught more on the Slenderman stuff. So yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen a PT is essentially there. there's this like is it a it's square? A, it's, it's basically a, a a square hallway. Like yeah, and you're like you come, you start here, you go around, and the creepy shit happens. You get to the end, and you pop out again, but like different shit happens. It's yeah, and you just keep going around until you can leave. Yeah, PT was that Silent Hills yeah, uh, yeah. trailer. Yeah. But, like, a lot of shit happened. Like, in one of the side rooms, there was a bathroom with, like, a baby fetus in there. Yeah. And stuff and then, like, like that. It was weird. Occasionally, a little, like, a creepy ghost woman would, be, would like, you'd, like, be in the corner of your eye. Like, it would trigger... Each cycle would have a, would have slightly more and more creepy things happening. Or, like, some stuff on the radio that was constantly changing. Yep. And, yeah. like, there, there was different... There was, like, basically a shit ton of Easter eggs they tossed in that prompted at every, in different cycles mm-hmm. that you walked through. Mm-hmm. And it was actually like people were really pissed when they when uh, when, Konami, when it didn't become a thing and when Konami closed it all, like tur- like took it off the uh, the market because yeah. people loved that so hell people loved PT so much there a, an actual indie game came out that emulated it really um, why would they take it off the market because it was, it was just, just a trailer it was just a trailer for Silent Hills but then like it was they, a demo it's playable yeah but yeah. then they realized but then the game wasn't happening so they just got rid of it. Uh, yeah. No one like again. Like I think it was just like because like the game the the game it was intended for had been closed, so they just they don't like, want to be reminded that it's exactly. a, a failure kind of. Yeah. They didn't. But there it. is if you want to play something like that there, again, there is one I can't remember. Uh, Future me. The game past me was thinking of was Alice and Road, which has been canceled recently. Uh, however, other games such as Visage, The Park, and Layers of Fear, and so on, those kind of games draw heavy influence from PT. Thank you. Um, and yeah, basically you go into like this house uh, looking for your your daughter, and she's missing. But yeah, and you basically walk around the house, and then like you restart, and like creepy yeah. things start happening over and over again, kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah, it is very PT like, but not in a good way. It's so simplified that there's not enough happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's so little happening. It doesn't even have to be a video game. This could be in a movie format. Yeah, because you don't really have any influence over it. It's just hold W the game. You know what this could be? This could also like combine both of them. This could just be like somebody like the guy found a let's play video of this game that doesn't that doesn't seem to exist mm-hmm. on on YouTube, and that's basically just, and but and like that's what that's it. That's the infection vector. Yeah, um, that would work better because like telling us that it's a video game and like. There's no, there's not really not a lot that the player does in this aside from walk up to the ticker ticker yeah, mm-hmm. and like look at the, the posters. But and that's get, it. And then get attacked by, or not really even get attacked. No. Get, you get, get boogity caught, boogity. Get caught by the, sli- by the, by the, sorry, by the swirly headman. Almost a slender headman. Yeah, they almost did, yeah. <laughs> but again, like that, and you know what, again, it's one of the problems I have with certain, with some slender vlogs and so, and like some of the, the, the ones that are more like they, they kind of miss the point of Slenderman mm-hmm. where they just make it it's like, Slenderman, ooh, booga, 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 like you said. But it's like, that's that's all they do. They just have Slenderman pop up, and yeah. he doesn't do anything. And that's like, Slenderman does do things, he just does things very subtly, and that's what's creepy about him. 
And he's a no. Maybe he's actually doing things, but it's so subtle you're not catching it. Then I I know. Like, I mean, like or or he's maybe not actually just, doing anything. Or somebody just missed the point of what Slender, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what makes yeah. Slenderman creepy. It's not that. It's not the appearance because Slenderman as a creep as a being is not supposed to actually be creepy. He's actually supposed to just be innocuous. Like he's supposed to be the everyman. Like the he's really not though because he's so fucking tall. <laughs> He's trying to be though, like, it, oh, like okay. <laughs> and again, like in in in, in uh, the original lore, like by Victor Surge, uh, Slenderman actually appears as a normal person. It's only in the photos that he appears as Slenderman. Oh, really? Yeah. Otherwise, he he mentally like makes you think that he's like a regular guy, like he's basically a G man kind of character. Do they ever refer to that in other? Um, in some actually in Marvel Hornets, um, they when, say, like, when Alex is that walk, random guy, yeah, when, they, when they have the camera on Slenderman, and he's clearly wrong and weird. And Alex is walking toward him, he's like, "Hey, can you get off the set? We're we're filming something now." Oh, like it's actually he, he just that. yeah. There's actually like parts where they you, they just don't really see they they see some other face, so they see a very bland face mm-hmm. um, that's so forgettable that they can't recognize it. And then you realize in the video, it's because the video is the. Uh, um, non-subjective observer it's an objective observer like it does an unbiased observer that's what it is um it picks up the truth basically mm-hmm. but anyway that's that's Slenderman that's stuff this. that's not this sorry either way getting back out of the the simplification of this in <clears throat> regards to how it would be better in a movie format personally i think it would be creepier if this was a movie format because for example if it did it on vhs because um it would be randomly playing scenes from the VHS somehow. Yeah. And then there's it it can lean more into the supernatural because of how the fuck. You can't do that on VHS. I'd say even go even further, like go one step further in terms of like the uh, the medium. Like a film. Betamax. <laughs> or laser disc. Hell yeah. No, it's a disc. You could track. Okay, fair. That's fair. Can't be laser uh, Betamax, Betamax, or yeah, eight millimeter tape. Because like people were still using like those in the eighties and nineties or in the early nineties when Doom came out. Yeah. If you're gonna make it like that Doom era, like the Doom one era, mm-hmm. um, people were still using Betamax. People were still using eight millimeter tapes and stuff like that. But if it's a VHS, then it could like at the end of the game, it like it eats the tape and it's like spewing tape out everywhere. And the yeah. tape becomes alive and grabs you and chokes you. Exactly. <laughs> you just have a celluloid golem. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, it's the celluloid that walks. Hell yeah. I kind of want to make that a character, a creature now in a game. The celluloid that walks. <laughs> just use the worm that walks template from like Lovecraft, from mm-hmm. Cthulhu, or like uh, or or um, any of the. The games that we we play in, and just replace the worms and the vermin with just celluloid tape. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, can see it. I I might do that because like me just be using really flammable because celluloid's really flammable. It's fine. <laughs> that's just the way it is. But then you stop. But even if you burn them, then he becomes a smoke monster. <laughs> yeah, there's other ways to do it. Yeah, be yeah, like even me just in real life playing a VHS. It's like eh. Are you going to eat this? <laughs> like, there's a fear of the VHS being destroyed, just it being VHS, because that's the way it is. Yeah. I think that is actually a really good idea for, like, blending the, uh, or, like, transferring the medium, but not, like, but and to make it, like, a little bit more, like, antiquated or creepy mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. yeah. And that's weird for me to say for it to not be a video game. But no, because that's how bland, the like, that's how bland, that, well, that's how bland this like this kind of like the premise of the game premise of this is mm-hmm. like the gameable premise. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just there's not enough of a game. Yeah, so either make it a movie or make it more of a game, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. So moving on, um, the ending. I appreciate it being partially brought into the real world, but um, that's pretty minor. 
just being glimpses in the corners of the players' eyes, they could be imagined could just be imagining it because they've been traumatized by it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. PTSD oh, situation. I was actually going to ask, did you get Ben Drown vibes from that? Because I kind of got Ben Drown vibes from, like, it bleeding into the real world, but, I mean, that's also a very that's common... That's a hundred other ones, yeah, no, And, again, like, that's kind of something out of that spawned out of Ben Drown and other video yeah. creepypastas. It, it is a trope. And, but I was like, as soon as I thought of that, it's like, that's, this is where the game should start, or this is where the game should, like, continue on. It was like, it starts to fight. And then I was like, that's basically been drowned, <laughs> but it'd be cool. Yeah, they they put a different twist on it, though. Yeah. You know, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, again, nothing like like I've repeated on the show. Nothing is original. Everything's a remix kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like you can take the same premise of something that you like and make it your own. So yeah, just yeah. as long as you're not copying and pasting and plagiarizing and all that bad shit. Exactly. Yeah, make it your own. Don't just as as weird as it sounds. Don't copy and paste. <laughs> copy. And make your own, and then paste that. There's a second. There's a copy and paste jot notes. Yes, <laughs> copy and paste the premise, yeah. not the subject, or not the uh, not the material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I kind of want that as a shirt now. Copy and paste the premise, not the not the material. You want everything as a shirt? <laughs> I do. I might actually. Have to, I, I think I need to start doing some stuff for Redbubble. We do have a Redbubble account now. Well, I should go. actually start putting stuff on there. Do it up. <laughs> like our logo. Yeah. I, too, I actually really want a logo of our, uh, uh, our logo on a mug. <laughs> do it up. Get three of them. <laughs> I will. Uh, one with the gamers thing. One, one with... Uh... Oh. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess Mikey's would just be like the Starfield. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll do that. But anyways. Maybe we'll. Sorry. Continue. Um, I don't know if I should say this last one for my final thoughts. It's up to you. Save it. Save I'll save it. it fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. So on. Do you have something thoughts. amazing to say? Not really. Cool. Then I do. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on to final thoughts. Um, so my bottom line with this story, it's mildly interesting premise, but then it's nothing really new. Like I've seen this video game creepypasta a hundred times. Like mm-hmm. I've re- I've read the story multiple times. Um, nothing really fantastic. I was actually a little disappointed by the story. After finding it on a top five, top ten creepiest video game uh, premise and seeing it on there and not recognizing it. And I mean, like, I could get why somebody would put it on there, but it's not really executed very well. There is a sequel. There is a sequel. Maybe I was going to get to that. It it's, already, it's already on our list. Or yeah. it's, it's on our schedule for like a couple of months. For, like, what about do a month? next? Okay, I guess we could. <laughs> do you, I, I was actually going to hold off until like for a, a month because Mikey's thing is like he likes he like doesn't like doing sequels to things immediately after. Since when? Since forever. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> but I mean, if you guys want, if you, I like, don't care personally. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 figure it out off off, right. off recording. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a tr- there is a the truth about the theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll get to that one at some point. Which kind of leads us to believe that everything being told in this story is a is lie. A lie. <laughs> or just, I, lo- I, I will find it very funny if, like, this was basically the cliff notes. <laughs> of, oh. Or, like, the, the thought process, the, the, the brainstorming process of the next. Then all of our grievance, grievances are, like, taken care of in the next one. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I am curious because maybe, like, that one will explain, help explain why this one, why the theater is. was. Was on a, so on viral. a was a top five list. Well, I don't really think it's really viral. I think it's just this one guy who uh, did the top five list 
just enjoyed it. Oh, I was talking so, about just in the story itself. Oh, yeah, in the story, yes, yeah. Yeah. And maybe we'll, I, th- I do recall seeing that maybe, like, there, we might actually find out, like, more information about, like, the, the company that made the game and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's about as much as I glimpsed about the sequel. They went on to make great games, like... Hero and Princess. And Spyro.exe. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really went downhill after Hero and Princess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they peaked, and then they... Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. Um, I like the, the premise of the story, but it's nothing new. Executed just as mildly, and it's kind of poorer for it. Like, So, hopefully, the sequel's better. Mm-hmm. Um, as it is, this, vers- this, this story of the theater, I can't really recommend... Just because there's nothing really that really struck me in this one. Um, though, as an aside, some people have actually replicated the experience uh, as an indie game, and while it looks like the usual Unity Engine horror game, like from like a couple of years ago, like the, the ones that kept popping up when the Slenderman game came out, and this one's not even like I actually watched a Let's Play of it. It's like eight minutes long. It's this exact story. It's this thing exact. It's this game exactly. Yeah. But it's not a Doom clone. <laughs> The only thing that's pixelated, that's kind of semi-pixelated, is the ticket taker, who looks creepier than the sl- than the swirly head man, um, only because he kind of reminds me of a Slenderman type, because he's like missing, all- he's like, you can barely see one of his eyes, and it's like very faded like pixels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but is the environment all rendered? Yeah, it's all fully rendered by using the Unity engine, oh. but it's not rendered using, like, to make it look like... It's a, not like, all sprites. I wish it had been, it would have yeah. made more sense. Um, and I mean, watching the guy play it, and there's there's tons of them on. There's actually a bunch of them on YouTube, like of people who have played it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Markiplier and Jacksepticeye have actually played it or something. Probably, but um, yeah, it's it's just not very like. It doesn't take 400 tries, thank God, to go there. Or if it did, the the people, the let's players usually skip ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it basically plays exactly like um, the 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 games like the game is supposed to in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is rather atmospheric with some nervous anticipation and creepy sounds. Although the ticket taker, I think might have, the, the voice form in the one, the version I watched, like the game that I watched get played mm-hmm. might've been pulled from like, maybe Mr. Creepypasta like read the story because it sounds very similar. I noticed the voice sounded very similar to Mr. Creepypasta. No. <laughs> I was like, did they just rip off, <laughs> rip off his voice? Like when he did that, that if it's that, a free game, you can, I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, as long as it's free and it's, like, not, like, you know, making a profit on it, yes. Because mm-hmm. um, at that point, it's, like, fan fiction or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, yeah, it's rather, there were some, uh, actually, like, watching this guy play through it, it was rather atmospheric and um, caused some nervous, like, what's going to happen? Like, how is it going to go and some of that? At the very least, if you've already read the creepypasta of the theater or, like, heard about it through our podcast, perhaps, maybe, um... And want the immersion of the experience of like that medium of a game. Um, it's a, as close as you're going to get to the, the the game in the story. It's actually pre- pretty identical to the uh, to the game. It's just not it, it's not as graphically. It's not as close as I'd like it to be. But I mean, it gets the idea across. Exactly. Honestly, it's probably easier to do fully rendered backgrounds than, than do all pixels. that pixel yeah. art, especially um, if they're just simple walls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and actually, while looking at over um, a few of the let's plays I, I was of this indie game, I realized that some more atmospheric details of, of the level, uh, like especially like the lobby area and like that such, 
would go a long way for the story itself that we're here. Because, like, like, we don't get any description, really, of the lobby. No. But, like, having the character, like, seeing the character play through into the lobby, like, the lobby in the game was actually rather, like, creepy and dark and atmospheric. And I think that would go a long way if you add those details in the story. Yeah, you need to put descriptors to build the image in your head. Yeah. So, like, I just imagined a stereotypical lobby. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I pictured the, um, uh, the old theater that used to be in our hometown. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the with the the creep with the dim lights and the um like the red carpety uh look and like the movie posters and then that mm-hmm. that's basically all I, I figured. And there's something to say about doing that because everyone has gone to the movies at some point. Yeah. So, so everyone can install their own personal experience mm-hmm. to make it look like that. Yeah. It's the same reason why people use narrative in Exactly. Because yeah. you can put yourself you, in that. Yeah, it's, in those it's the link. It's the link syndrome. Where yeah, you are. Uh, he is the link between player and game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I guess bottom line, one hundred like for this whole thing, I wouldn't recommend the story as it is right now because it's just kind of blah. Um, maybe the sequel will be better. And maybe the sequel will go blah. Yeah. Exactly. Go blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wow. We it are, still makes just, me laugh. We're just on top of the memes today. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you if you have read the theater, though, and or you've like heard of it and like are interested in it, maybe check out the indie game. Cause can you put a link in the description? Uh, I'll, if I can find it. I actually tried finding it, and I found a, another version that doesn't look very good. Or it looks like maybe they pulled more information from the sequel because it seemed to have a lot more to do about the theater than... Hmm. Like, like I the, movie, link the actual the, movie theater. I just meant link the YouTube oh, video that you watched. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll send a link to that. Um, I can't remember who it was that I was watching, but again, I'll put it in now. That was CJU Games on YouTube. Yeah, I'll put it in the description below. Um, so, yeah, that's my final thoughts. Is bland, but interesting, and then, yeah. Anyways, Mikey, what do you got uh, for final thoughts? Yeah, so I didn't go as far as a let's play of the game. I did, however, follow the links from the comments mm-hmm. that went to a version of the game, and I thought to myself, there's no point in downloading it, because it's just going to fail to install anyway. <laughs> Wait, so was that actually the, like, oh, I wonder if that was the um, the, game, the indie game I watched Let's Play of, so. Maybe. I'll add it, all of that link as well. Oh. Yeah, but I was like, for added realism, it's not going to install. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know how to fix it, you just have to restart. Apparently the game will close and crap, or like, the game will crap out and close if you press anything but new game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So actually, they actually do have that, and then like if you touch the wall, it blacks out, and then that's the end of the game. Hmm. So yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that's as far as I got with that. That's fair. Uh, and then, as far as the story, uh, for me, it sort of comes off as a bit of a ritual pasta. Yeah. So sort of like, if you get this game, then you can do these things, and you're supposed to do it this way, and you have to do this to even get it to work. Yeah. yeah. I feel that's probably the just because the way it's written, it's yeah. not written as a as an account. It's written as a telling of a, of of the legend and how yeah. to do it. Yeah. yeah. So it's a video game ritual pasta. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. And then anything that attempts to be sort of creepy in the real world happens at the end and just leaves you wanting there to be more story. Yeah. <laughs> I so couldn't agree more. It just... It wasn't a hard read, mm-hmm. but 
I feel like it was building, building, and then no payoff. Yeah. I actually... This is going to be a, not a first, but this is going to be a very... One of those things where like I completely agree with your statement on, 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 the, on, the, on the story. It's just like... Yeah, it... Looked like it was going some like at the end. It, it ended where it should have continued, mm-hmm. like, or where it should have began. Really, but it leaves yeah. mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and only like and this is the case where like I want more, mm-hmm. and it's not like unfounded wanting more. Yeah. So as it is, it's a non recommendation because mm-hmm. it didn't instill any sort of creepiness. And as, as soon as they introduce creepiness, it's there at the end, and like, like what? Like, that's not creepy at all. Because there's nothing that explains how that pushed itself into the real world, or the repercussions of it being in the real world. Yeah. Because it's not. It's just in their heads. Yeah. Because they're just having flashbacks, because they've been super-duper traumatized yeah, to those been, uh, jump scares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like it's getting it's the basically they're, they're they have an overactive imagination or like they're they've gotten like some like stress level from the jump scares and stuff like that in the game that they're now starting to see him. It's like playing a whole bunch of Five Nights at Freddy's and exactly. then you're getting oh it's Bonnie he's out there. You say that, but it actually happened to me once. Well, there you go. <laughs> like it's real I played, life. I played like oh no, it wasn't even it wasn't Bonnie. It wasn't like the Five Nights. Actually, no, it was the Five Nights at Freddy's. I was like watching that, and I was I work in an office, and I was walking to the like between the uh, my work, the office area space and like. We have to go through several doors and go down a couple hallways to get to our lounge area where the lunch and stuff is. And I remember hearing some like tip 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 tip, and I was expecting it to be Foxy across the, like, <laughs> like coming down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like surprisingly so realistic. Then yeah, no. Like I mean, there's a reason why. Like I think there is a reason why so many author like writers of creepypastas use the same kind of tact, like the same kind of thing, is because that. It is something they're trying to capture that that kind of thing that happens in two people when they have an overactive imagination. Mm. Um, I just think that they don't do it very well, or they copy and paste the same premise over and over again to blandness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, considering I just came off uh, reading Spyro.exe and to Helen back, this one's great comparatively. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give it that, but. We will find a better creep, a video game creep. They are getting better. <laughs> you started at the, the cream of the crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I started at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're working your way up through the manure. Yeah, we'll see about that. Might find a soft spot next week and be like, oh, just fall back down. We'll see. Um, but yeah, comparatively, it's better than those. But on its own, it's um. It's just like what you guys said. It, it's relatively bland. Not enough happens in the real world. Um, the gaming aspect is almost unnecessary, as I said earlier. Um, so, like, I, I just want to know more of what's going on and why anything. <laughs> Hopefully the sequel expects Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to half recommend it just because I'm curious what the hell is going to... What's going to be explained in the sequel. Yeah. That there's enough lore to be told to us in a sequel. Mm. So I'm really curious about that, but I, I do, I did note that like the sequel is um, like, there's a link at the bottom of this one to yeah. the sequel. So it's like, it's almost like a teaser to possibly to the, to the trailer. One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. So we'll see what comes of that. Um, but for this one, it's just, it's kind of 
bland and not really a lot happens, and it doesn't do the things that I like in video games where it brings it into the real world. It tries to, but as everyone has said multiple times, it doesn't really do a very good job of that. So the most I can give it is like a, a very, very partial recommendation, but not really. Yeah, like, I think I think we're all in the same boat. It's like, had an interesting premise in terms of a game thing, but mm. executed poorly. Yeah, if it was executed better, then yeah, I would, I would at least feel comfortable saying partial recommendation, but at now I guess I can't. The premise is okay, but the execution is bad. That being said, mm-hmm. you had some. Yeah, you had uh, the story is um, it, it's possibly not creepy at all when you think about it in a different in a different <laughs> oh, light. No. Okay, because um, it could simply be the story of a rising star in the movies. Because you walk through the hall and you see a the swirly head man and a scream happens. That's clearly the scream of your character as you're fangirling over him because he's a movie star. And, and then, then you faint. And then you faint, of course. <laughs> and then that's why uh, the movie posters, as you go on uh, longer, they all change to the Swirly Man because he's being, becoming a bigger and bigger star. So this is basically Fangirl Simulator? Yeah. I'd still say it's kind of creepy, <laughs> but I, I see where you're going with it. It's, also, uh, the reason why you keep passing out, uh, like, <laughs> like right before you even get there, is because either you're hyperventilating so much because you're anticipating going to see your your, your movie star, mm-hmm. or there's just really shitty ventilation in the in the in the theater. In that both. So you just <laughs> you just pass out from like lack of oxygen. Yeah. Know? Like there's or like there's actually carbon monoxide coming in. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's yeah. actually just a really poorly like um, maintained theater. That's what you just like kill it. It knocks people out before they even get to their movie. <laughs> yeah, but they keep coming back for some reason. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, the brick wall is just the swirly head man is on the other side of that wall. It's actually it's like being just in close proximity. Like, oh, it's so close. Oh. Yeah, it's like the other side <laughs> of the dressing room or something. <laughs> is the brick wall is a metaphor for the five hundred foot restriction uh, space or uh, like that, whatever that. Uh, um, uh, restraining order. Restraining order. Yeah, it's, it, it's basically the brick wall is a metaphor for the restraining order. Of course, yes. Because <laughs> you, you've now gone too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so really, it's actually um, to make it creepy. It's actually uh, the story. It, the the game is actually a simulator for a super obsessed fan uh, of a movie star, and you get to you get uh, and it's all metaphorical. It is metaphorical. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's where the whole random number generator comes in. Because you get a got a tip that he's gonna be there, but you don't know when. So you just <laughs> show up every. Oh god, that's yeah, that's actually it. Like it's yeah. just oh god. So like really like you can even blank like expand off of that, like bounce off of that idea for like the story where you find out that yeah, like who the creators and stuff were is basically like the brother or sister of like somebody who was like super diehard fan and like they like. They base this off of their like creepy fan obsession person. over someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because there's tons of those kind of creepy things in real life. Like, um, some I think it was either an American or somebody in Europe, super obsessed over a an Icelandic superstar mm-hmm. to the point where she let he planted he uh, he mailed tried to mail her a bomb because if he couldn't be with her, no one would be. Kind of okay. Thing. And like when they found him in his like in his like house and stuff like that, like his apartment was just covered with like creepy stuff and stuff. so like fan like when you take fandom to the extreme mm-hmm. it breeds creepy dark shit yes um again moderation people <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah again those yeah. are 
other avenues that this could have went to yeah. make it more better. Exactly. Make it good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like how you're like, they make it not creepy. And then I just like... That or you could make, make it creepy. creepy. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. you could make that angle creepy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That was a good job. I did it. Mm-hmm. I was worried about this episode. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Especially with video games, they were terrible. Uh, am I rubbing off on you? Because you just seem to make that creepypasta better. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Good job, both I'm of you. I'm getting a little cosmic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the stars are, are, are rubbing off on you. Yeah. I have like a sweet like star tattoo up the one side. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because I'm always sitting on this side of him. So you just like, have a starburn? Yeah, <laughs> like, basically. Like a sunburn? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, anyway. So, um, if that's it, uh, that was our week's episode. If you like what you heard or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below or if it's gets posted. Whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr, you can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes or any other streaming sites. Uh, let us help spread like a virus. Uh, you can also contact us on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow without the W. And I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, and you can also send us emails at aldentebrickamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, if you'd like to uh, help support the show, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with extra episodes, early access. Special content. Um, there you go. <laughs> Did it. Uh, Flawlessly executed. Yes. Uh, and to our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to the listeners and authors of these stories and our show, uh, thank you immensely. Because without you guys, we really wouldn't have a show. Either your listenership or the stories that you, you wrote. Your uh, because then we wouldn't have stories to read and discuss. Our show would not be a thing. So thank you. Uh, until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End for Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. This has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.